Well, we are quickly nearing the end of 2022. Yep, it's time for Christmas shopping and all the year-end planning. So how are our shopping plans impacted by the current financial climate? And also, we're going to discuss some end-of-the-year financial prepping and planning to ensure you are covered before 2022 comes to a close. All that and more coming up today on The Alon Exchange. And now, The Alon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Allon Exchange with Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and I'm joined in studio by Jay and Brittany Hagee today, as I am every single weekend. Jay, Brittany, how's the week treated you so far? It's been great. Uh, We've got a lot more cooler weather in the last week, so... We are uh, trying to stay warm, but it's uh, you can tell it's definitely approaching winter fast. We're here. doing great. I'm loving it. Bring yeah. on the cold. <laughs> yes. Bring it on. Exactly. It can, it gets you into the the holiday spirit, Absolutely. right? Like the when it starts getting cold like this, and you're enjoying the football season is in full swing. It's it's great. It's just it gets to be that point where you have to start thinking. Uh oh. It's almost time for planning for the holidays and paying right, for our right. gifts. We're there. We're in it. We are officially in the holiday season. So there's just so much to think about when it comes to end of the year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of what we want to talk about today is some of information re- regarding uh, shopping and what that looks like with planning for how not to blow up your budget yeah (laughs) holiday expenses and how to not overspend right (laughs) and kind of how the current economic climate impacts our holiday spending because it's got to impact it right so let's talk about what that looks like and uh, before we jump into that i wanted to talk a little bit about just year-end planning because you know when we get into november december area we can look back at the year and almost feels like it just went by in a blink of an eye like it just went really fast and um, sometimes when you look back you've got to realize that things have changed for all of our situations right in some way some form or fashion whether it's the economy at a whole or if it's an individual finance or individual circumstance situation that's changed for you and how have those changes throughout this year affected your financial plan and where you may tend to be that's why at the end of the year it's always a good time to look back look back and review your plan mm-hmm. review your accounts make sure that you're making smart adjustments going forward if you're going to make adjustments um, to walk you into the new year uh, and so that's the number one thing I would tell people to do sit down uh, and if you have an advisor or if you uh, want to meet with an advisor set with us and let us review if you have a financial plan number one do you have a plan that you're following and if so what changes may you need to make uh, in in response to some of the changes that have happened in the past year, or preempt or preemptively sure. as to you know volatility that we believe is ahead, you know within twenty twenty three itself. So you got to really be honest with yourself in these moments because was money tighter than you thought it was going to be this year? Did you have an excess of, of funds more than you thought you had? Uh, it's a good time to adjust and look at the spending habits that you may have. And that's why we're going to talk about holiday spending and shopping in a minute. Um, but, but you know, it's a good time to use a financial professional, an independent advisor as, as such as we are, to to talk through these things with and make sure that you have good financial goals in place and that you are hitting those goals appropriately with the way you're set up. Something else that we really want to remind everyone about is as we near the end of 2022, if you have qualified accounts, if you have IRAs, 401ks, those types of accounts, and you are 72 years old, this is your friendly reminder to take your RMDs before year end. We mentioned this briefly last week, but that's something to keep your eye on and to to jump on now, not December 15th, not December 30th. (laughs) Most custodians will not process it. It has to be done by the end of the year. Yeah, and most custodians will not process it if you submit it you know near the mid to end of december oh so you can't just just, extreme timelines you can't say oh my bad i i i 
meant to do it, but I got caught up in, no. in <laughs> the bummer. I know. Unfortunately not. This yeah. is this is where you really do have to plan ahead. So here's your friendly reminder to to check your accounts. If you have any IRAs or 401ks, SEPs, anything like that, take your RMDs. Right. And, and RMDs leading up to tax preparation, right? Um, and so one thing we tell our clients, and we have a CPA here in the office, but whoever does your taxes, if you do your taxes, to make sure that we're looking at a year-end tax review because, you know, you don't have to pay those taxes or get a refund or whatnot until April 15th, right? But it's always a good idea to get ahead of, of those preparation timelines. So if we want to look and see how we can save you the most amount of money in taxes, it leads to things like tax ha- uh, loss harvesting. So if you've had investments that may have lost money this year, which a lot of folks have, unfortunately, in this economy, have a lot of losses this year, how can you make those losses work better for you in your tax situation, right? When is it a good time to maybe harvest some of those losses to reduce your tax liability. That's what we need to uh, walk with uh, you through and we walk our clients through when we're doing tax planning at the end of the year. And something else to think about too near year end is charitable giving. Um, You know, generosity is a big piece of who we are as Allon planning partners and as a firm. And that's something that we encourage our clients and those individuals and families we work with to incorporate into their own plan, whatever that looks like for you, giving and generosity, not just living as consumers, but giving out of what we have to build up and encourage and, and pour into other people as well. So which there's also financial benefit to that. Uh, with year-end charitable giving, there it, it can count towards your tax count off of your taxable income. So there's benefits financially there as well. And when you're saving money, that's money that you can put back into your income, essentially. Yep, it is. Yeah, there's a, a multiple benefits to, to strategizing and, and giving in those ways, for sure. And that's exactly what you guys do at Allen Planning Partners and why you offer this comprehensive financial review to listeners of the program. You can call 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549 to sit down with Jay and Brittany Hagee and take advantage of having that financial roadmap drawn out for you at no cost or no obligation or go online allonplanning.com a-l-l-o-n planning.com so a lot goes into the end of the year planning part Mm -hmm. of your finances I feel like I, I I had no idea before we started doing this show just how much energy and time goes into the end of the year especially for you guys well, there's a lot we can say, and there's a lot of uh, opportunity to to plan at the end of the year. One of the big ones that we haven't hit yet that I would like to draw people's attention to is really assess your investments and to make sure that you are contributing and allocating them correctly. So are you contributing the maximum amount that you can? If you have other um, contributions that you can make to your IRA? Are you contributing the full amount that's accessible to you? Um, do you have the ability to contribute to a Roth IRA? And if not, can you consider a backdoor Roth conversion strategy? Or maybe it's time to consider just a Roth conversion strategy as a whole, um, sending some of those IRA funds uh, this year into uh, a Roth bucket so that they can start growing tax free. So that that's some other things that we want to sit down and look at. So Assessing, assessing your investments, looking at tax, uh, taxable income, and how we can uh, harvest any of the losses that you have and maybe make that work a little bit better for you in your tax situation, along with your uh, CPA or your tax planning professional. Uh, and then just overall review of your financial plan to make sure that it is still working for you and that you are on track hitting the places that you need to hit. And looking at these end of the year strategies to kind of cushion the blow, it feels very appropriate to tie into that planning for how you're going to finance the holidays. It's been a a pretty volatile year, lots of concern about spending, inflation. Is that something to take into account when you're budgeting for the holidays? Yeah, 2022 has been extremely volatile all around. And I mean, look, just look at inflation alone and how that has impacted really our everyday expenses, things like gas and food, groceries. Um, it, it has 
jumped up drastically. So, and a two in five people say that inflation will change the way they shop mm-hmm. this Christmas mm-hmm. because costs have gone up so much. So maybe you coupon, maybe you shop the sales, maybe you do everything on like Black Friday or you know Cyber Monday or find the find the deals to try and make up some 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 cost, you know, so that you're not spending as much. The biggest thing we want to say here is do not overextend yourself to spend and to purchase for at Christmas time. Because a recent survey we just we read about talked about how one in four people will go into debt for holiday purchases. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. That's a that's a huge number. It's high. Yeah, mm-hmm. tw- over 27%. And so, man, that is not the way you want to start off 2023 is with a massive credit card bill in debt for holiday spending in 2022. So don't overextend yourself. Take a take an appropriate look at your budget. See what you have actually have to spend and just don't go over that. Do the best with what you have and your future self will thank you for that because again, beginning January, February, March of 2023, we don't know what's to come. We don't know what's what's coming down the pike in in the next 12 16 months, 18 months. Part of what we do is looking at your monthly expenses and budgeting and ensuring you are not overextending yourself, that you are adequately saving and preparing for your future, which is a priority, should be a priority, so that you don't get to the end of your working years and, man, I can't quit working. I have to continue because I have no other choice. So that's what we do. We come alongside of these folks that we get the, the opportunity to work with and put a comprehensive of plan in place so that all of these bases are covered. So the little things from your holiday spending and budgeting and ensuring all of that's covered to emergency funds, to investing, to tax planning, to, uh, you know, in- incorporating your estate plan and ensuring all those documents are in place. There, there are just so many components to this and we help you with that. That's exactly what we do. You don't have to go it alone. You have a partner who can link with you in this. That is who Alon Planning Partners is. Give us a call today. We'd love to sit down with you or talk with you over the phone specifically about your situation and answer your specific questions. Give us a call at 1-800-971-4549. Again, that's 1-800-971-4549. You can also check out our website at allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And you can schedule your complimentary consultation or phone call or Zoom meeting directly from our website. Super quick, super simple, very easy. Uh, so you don't even have to leave the comfort of your home if you don't like. We can have this conversation that way as well. So certainly look forward to hearing from each one of you again one last time. 1-800-971-4549. And Jay, Brittany, what is coming up after the break? Well, coming up next, we're going to talk about how current economic conditions may be impacting you and five key questions that you should be asking your financial advisor. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and I'm joined by the owners, founders, and leaders of the financial planning team at Allon Planning Partners, Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee. You can reach out and take advantage of a complimentary consultation with Jay and Brittany Hagee and the team at Allon Planning Partners. It comes at no cost or obligation, and you can take advantage of this opportunity to create a financial roadmap. You can call right now, 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. Or you could schedule that consultation directly from the website. Go to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. Go to Contact Us. Click here to continue the conversation and you can set up a time to meet with Jay and Brittany Hagee and the team at Allon Planning Partners directly from the website. And Jay, Brittany, it has been such a crazy year. There have been so many concerns and predictions. Are we headed for a recession? How do you plan in light of those concerns? Because with the inflation and market volatility, it seems this could be a scary area for some folks. 
Yeah, it, we found that, you know, the folks that are coming to us and, and having these types of questions typically don't even have a plan um, before they get here. And that's what we, we most often find. And that's why we wanted to start with these few questions that says, hey, whoever's giving you advice, you should be asking them, them these questions. You should know what your plan says to do in a time like this, right? Because the plan acts as an anchor. So if you have an anchor, even if the storms are, are raging, uh, that anchor is going to hold you in place, right? You're going to know how your funds or, or how you know, whatever you are anchoring should react in that type of an environment. And so that's what a plan does. It gives you that piece of understanding that even in times of volatility, here's what I know that I'm doing with, with the overall financial plan that I have. So that first question that I tell folks to ask people is that if anyone's giving you advice or looking at your investments is do I have a long-term financial plan? What is my financial plan? What does it look like? Um, and so is your plan in place and does it need some adjustments? You know, that's kind of what we're, we're getting to look at. So uh, a few uh, basic steps that, that can start down that road to give you some ammunition to have that conversation is, you know, um, do I need to chip away at any debt that I have? Do I need to, uh, you know, with what debt, what's the plan in place to get rid of some of the debt that I have? What does the budget look like? Yeah, how's um, my spending? How's my spending on my based income. on that, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, do I have enough in uh, emergency savings funds built up? You know, we start with the budget. We start with the immediate, right? Then we build the plan out long term because we are investors. We're not day traders. We're not trying to, yeah. you know, come in and, and trade every day and, and try to make the quick buck, but we're investing um, in order to have long-term potential uh, to get to the financial goals that we have. So the first question you want to ask is, hey, what does financial planning look like to you? And do I actually even have a financial plan? Or are you just looking over some investments for me, right? That's a totally different yeah. conversation. We want to make sure that whoever's giving you financial advice is actually putting together and constructing you a financial plan. And so that way you would have peace. So a plan, not just a loose framework. Yes, and not, not just an investment, okay. an investment account. Yeah. So an investment is not a financial plan. It right. is a component or a part of a financial plan, but the investment is not the plan itself. A lot of, a lot of times that is the case for people. They say, yeah, I've got a financial plan. I have a 401k wow. or I've got a, an IRA I'm, I'm uh, investing, you know, mm -hmm. but again, that's just a component of your plan, not the plan itself. That's it. That's right. very important. I didn't really think of it in those terms. Is that something that gets lost in translation sometimes? Yeah. And a, I mean, it's because a lot of, there's a lot of other components that people may not, you know, they, they may not be top of mind when you think of financial planning, Thing, things like strategizing when it comes to your taxes, how to minimize your taxes. That's a part of a comprehensive mm -hmm. financial plan. Um, how your investments are managed. That is a part of your financial plan. How do you do, how do you create or replace your income in retirement? Income planning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, income planning. That is a component of a financial plan. So financial documents, estate, uh, estate planning, those legal documents that's got to be discussed and incorporated too so all of these components that people may not consider again those things that may not be top of mind but they all matter in the big picture of the financial plan yeah so asking you know what is my financial plan in light of the investments that i'm holding right now and how am i ensuring that i'm hitting the financial plan that is laid out um, that's really the number one question that i would say anyone that's giving you advice you should be asking them you should be saying what is in it and if they can't answer that what is your financial plan then you probably are getting advice from the wrong person because they have you in an investment or if you don't, or if you don't like the answer you get, get a second opinion. It's not going to hurt to get a second opinion mm -hmm. and, and get some advice from a fiduciary advisor, which means someone who is working for your best interest first and not their own. That is very, very important component. So another question for you to be asking your financial advisor is how inflation is impacting you currently mm -hmm. right now. How, how is it impacting specifically you if you're on a fixed rate mortgage? Uh, you know, it, it, it you know, could look different than if you have an adjustable mortgage mm -hmm. rate. There's, there's, you know, things like student loan debt, food prices, all mm -hmm. of these things that 
are specific to you, uh, taking a look at that and seeing what expenses are higher than expected um, or what has remained the same and how can you appropriately and adequately plan moving forward for those additional expenses. And you just have to remember that inflation does really shrink your purchasing power. It has a real-time effect in what you can purchase. So your bank account balance last year if it's even the same as it is right now, this time yeah, this year, it's still less. you have less. <laughs> yeah. and, and in real terms, you have a less purchasing power. And so you have to know, you know, how am I getting these funds to even work for me better than they are that are just sitting on the sideline right now? Yeah. And with that, let's go. Let's go to NBC News senior business analyst Stephanie Rule. She's going to talk a bit about the course of action to take in times like this. Listen, when the market is bouncing around like this, I have two rules. Okay. Do not panic and stay the course. That's easier said than done. If you look your 401k accounts all day, every day, okay. you're going to freak out and you're going to say, "Oh my gosh, I need to sell." But if you were to sell right now, mm-hmm. you're going to lock in your losses and also. You're going to pay a fee. Remember, you have to have your 401k in for the long haul. If you take that money out early, you're going to pay a fee on that. You want to look at this as a long-term investment. Markets are going to go up. They're going to go down. Your retirement account should stick. Try to relax. Take a breath. Mm -hmm. I agree 100% with what she's saying there because we are investors. We plan to invest. We are not looking to just try to day trade a quick buck, right? And so what does matter here is your time horizon. So the only time you should make a change in this kind of environment is if you are planning like you've got 30 years left before retirement and maybe retirement is next year for you, right? If your time horizon or the time that you need to utilize these funds does not match up, with how you are invested, you absolutely should make a change, but that's where the financial plan matters. So, which this actually leads us into our third question as to what you should ask your financial advisor. Should I change course Mm -hmm. or not? Within the current conditions, should I make adjustments? Adjustments may be necessary. Again, we completely agree with what Stephanie Rule just mentioned. Don't panic. Stay the course. If you but have a good there, plan. But yeah, but there may be uh, there may be situations where ch- changes or adjustments are warranted or are necessary. Again, as Jay mentioned, based on your time horizon or your specific situation. So Something changes. That, that, yeah, exactly. Oh, so yeah. The, the point here is to make strategic moves if you do move and not emotional ones. Right. We talked last week a little bit about some of the things that would require you to reassess your circumstances and your your plan and that if there's a big change in your life like you have a child or 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 Mm -hmm. you're uh get married married or or yes exactly so so those are all reasons to that factor into that third question to ask your advisor that's it reassess take a second look make sure the life changes haven't impacted your plan or if they have how they have impacted your plan and make necessary adjustments but if you do have a good plan and you are working that plan then don't just make changes off of fear don't make changes because there's extra volatility right now but being reassured of what your plan is will tell you whether you have a good plan or not and you're making the right decisions in this moment right so there may be like i said warranted uh decisions that you would need to make based on i am not planning well right now i don't have a financial plan and i may not be allocated correctly for this environment so you do need to make we a absolutely change. do yeah. but mm-hmm. if you have a anchored plan in place that says you have um these funds invested this way because of this time horizon for this goal and we've looked at every specific detail of your situation and we can say with confidence you have a plan in place. You do not need to change because you are an investor. It is a lot of times better to ride out the storm than to make sudden changes in the storm and become shipwrecked. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes the best action is no action. But it's really important to know where you where you land there, you know, if changes are warranted or not. So and again, that that falls back to the plan that you have in place that Jay just referred mm-hmm. to. And there's a couple more questions we're going to try to get to really quick. One is how diversified is my portfolio? It is really important. Diversity is your friend in these type of environments, right? Because you want to make sure that if you have a market account, so to speak, that, you know, how much of that is is invested here at home domestically? How much is internationally has exposure to it? Um, Are they all in the same sector? Are they all in a growth fund or a momentum fund? Or are they all in the value stocks? 
what does that look like? Are they diversified amongst different asset classes? Like we talk about all the time, stocks, bonds, real estate, um, commodities, you know, things like gold and oil and things like that. How much cash do I have on hand? You want to make sure that you're properly diversified for the plan that you have. Maybe some of these questions, you don't know who to talk to right. about these questions. That's what we're here for. We would love to answer these questions. 1-800-971-4549 or online at Allon planning.com a-l-l-o-n planning.com you can schedule your complimentary consultation or phone call or zoom meeting at your convenience directly from our website you can schedule it right onto our calendar don't even have to pick up the phone if you don't want to so reach out 1-800-971-4549 or through our website allonplanning.com jay Brittany, what do you have in store for us on the other side of this short break well, in the next segment, we want to talk about, uh, we know everyone, you know, makes mistakes. We're all human, but making those mistakes in retirement with our finances can be extra costly. And so they should be uh, avoided. Um, so when we come back, we're going to talk through some of the most common blunders that we see people make, and we'll try to offer some suggestions as to how to avoid them. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined in studio by my friends Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee. They are the owners of Allon Planning Partners, and they lead the financial planning team at Allon. You can go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com, and check out more about the team and some of the financial planning services that Jay and Brittany offer. And if you are a little bit lost on the journey of your financial future or planning, or you feel like you've maybe made some mistakes, or you just want a second opinion, you can have a comprehensive review done by the folks at Allon Planning Partners, led by Brittany and Jay at no cost or obligation by calling 800 971 Four, nine. And I think a lot of folks probably have made mistakes or mm-hmm. wish, in, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. wish there were things they had done differently when it comes to managing their finances and planning for retirement. But part of what you do at Allon Planning Partners is you help identify those potential red flags and mistakes before they happen, right? Well, yeah, we, uh, you know, have made the uh, same mistakes, obviously, anyone else have. We've we've all made mistakes, right? And so it's not about, oh, shame on you, you've made mistakes. It's just, hey, how can we avoid making the large mistakes when we're close to or in retirement? Because that's when it can be extra costly. So we're going to go over a few mistakes that we commonly see uh, come through our office, and we try to help folks avoid. And here's why, because there's experiential learning, And then there's learning and understanding from others' mistakes. (laughs) We want to help you learn from the mistakes of others and not have to experience these mistakes yourself. Some call that wisdom. Yes. And and you guys are are huge advocates for being lifelong learners. That is exactly right. In all areas of life, but particularly expanding your financial knowledge and financial literacy. You even offer workshops in the area. Absolutely, because we do get to see a lot of folks um, in a lot of different uh, situations. So we're able to help everyone individually, but we also can say, hey, we've seen this mistake before. Mm-hmm. You may not want to go down this road, right, right? right? Because we've walked this road with other folks before. You may not want to take those same steps, right? So that's what we're trying to do today. One of those mistakes is thinking that you can constantly beat the market. You can just keep trading your account all the time and, and beat the market uh, and miss all the downs and get all the, the ups, right? <laughs> that's, ah. that's impossible. Um, but, you know, even people that are known as, you know, professional traders or their day traders or whatever, they rarely outperform the market over the long term. Um, because 
we're all going to get emotional when it comes to our money. If we're not following a plan and staying invested in the good times and the bad times, we're going to get emotional when it comes to our money. We're going to make emotional decisions. We're going to pull out at the wrong time. We're going to put everything in at the wrong, mm-hmm. the wrong time. Mm-hmm. We're going to make decisions that we normally would not make that do not make educated um uh, sense. It doesn't make uh, good sense to do, but we will do it because we get emotional with our finances. So constantly thinking we should be outperforming the market and that if you're not outperforming the market, then you're not winning is uh, a fallacy. So it's like the house right? the house always wins type thing. Yeah. Well, you're, you're always going to be chasing something uh, if you don't know what you need to make and what, what the returns need to be in your account in order to hit your goals. That's what the most important thing is here. Okay. And so the the thing that that we would try to curb people to is what do what do we need to make consistently with the funds and the assets that you have to in order to safely and securely get you to the retirement goals that you have not so much hey how do we outperform the market yeah. every year and take so much risk that you may lose everything that you have and never hit mm-hmm. your financial goals That's key. so we yep. have to walk people through reality and not just a uh some, uh, I, I just want to beat the market. So I'm going to put everything I have at risk all the time <laughs> mentality. So, oh yeah. That could be, that seems like it could be a slippery slope. It can. So those are the first type of people who say, I'm going to go all in because I want to make more returns than anyone else. Right. Uh, the second mistake I see is the opposite, keeping all of your money in cash. Now, I see a lot of folks, especially in these times, say, I'm not investing in anything, right? I'm going to keep it all under the mattress or whatnot. Well, what has 2022 shown us about keeping all of your money in cash? Mm. It is actually uh, going backwards. Well, we spoke about it a minute ago. Purchasing power of your dollars has been diminished drastically in 2022. So inflation's 8 to 9%. If your money's sitting in cash that whole time, you've lost eight to nine percent of your purchasing power yeah. without any ability to gain. Yeah. Right. So Ooh, that hurts. So yeah. keeping all of your money in cash probably isn't the best strategy for everyone. So don't like keep it in cash under your mattress or otherwise. Like at <laughs> <Right>. all. Anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Right. In now having an appropriate amount of cash, because we also said that folks don't keep enough in their emergency funds, right? Because yeah. because that's the majority of Americans right now. But it's having the appropriate amount of cash. It's mistake number one and number two kind of go together to me because it's like I've got to go all in and beat the market every year and take so much risk or take no risk at all and keep everything in cash, but then I'm actually going backwards due to inflation. So you have to keep all both of those mentalities in check. And what we're talking about keeping everything in cash here, we're talking about your investments, your your retirement dollars, That's right. the, the funds that you are saving towards your future. To go for a goal. Yeah, those are what should not all be sitting in cash, right? That's what we're talking about. Emergency funds matter. You must have some, some funds there. Uh, next mistake. Let's talk about this one. Sometimes we see people taking their money and breaking it up and putting just a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there, a little bit there, and really spreading it out. Now, we talk a lot about diversification. That does matter. We want to reduce our risk by diversifying. That That is true. Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't mean saying yes to every opportunity that comes your way. And thinking that's a diversification. Exactly. Exactly. When we talk about financial planning, man, there is such intentional strategy that goes into it. It's not just, oh, yeah, I see this opportunity. Let's throw a chunk of money at that. Oh, yeah, I have opportunity at this, this thing. Let's throw some some funds there. It's it should be. Let me say it this way. It should be very strategic and have purpose purpose-based planning, not just, Hey, let's give this a try. Let's give that a try. Uh, there, there should be purpose behind yeah, it. And it's really people misunderstanding what diversification truly is. Because if I have 25 different mutual funds with 25 different companies, then you may say, well, man, you've got a lot of diversification. You've mm-hmm. got a lot of yeah. diverse situations. But what if I told you every mutual fund was all in a growth stock oriented yeah. fund, right? <laughs> they're all correlated. So they're all correlated going the same direction. Yeah. So it doesn't mean like, Hey, I've bought 25 different 
mutual funds with 25 different companies. And so like I'm diversified, I've got plenty of diversification. That is just false because you do not know how they're correlated until you know if they're working in the same direction in a market cycle, you do not know whether you have true diversification. So that's why Brittany was saying we don't want to see people, you know, just get uh, persuaded every time they hear a sales pitch to go buy a little of this and a little of that Mm -hmm. and a little of this and a little of that Mm -hmm. without having an overall financial strategy, right? Because that should dictate how you diversify your funds, not just, hey, I'm going to buy a little bit of everything that comes around. And so I'll be diversified. That's a mistake. Yep, that's good. That's good. Here's a big one. This is one we see a lot. When you reach uh, retirement age to where you are no longer earning an income, but you it's time to start drawing down from those accounts. People are oftentimes actually afraid to begin drawing down those Mm -hmm. retirement accounts. Now, if you have planned, if you have that nest egg that you have built up, you have put together a comprehensive approach as to how you're going to draw down from those accounts, there should be no fear in withdrawing from those accounts. Utilize them. Yeah, th- that's what they're there for. They are there for you to live off of, to spend, to take trips or whatever it is you have chosen to do with those funds. Mm-hmm. That's the purpose of, of those dollars. And maybe it's because, um, you know, the generation that is retiring right now, them or their parents in particular lived through the depression. And they really saw and experienced the impact of lack and not having enough. Mm -hmm. And if you have fear, if you have questions surrounding that, again, that is where we can come in. Mm -hmm. We want to come alongside of you and partner with you and help you so that you can be empowered to know, man, I can draw down from these accounts. I don't have to be afraid. I have planned. I've done my due diligence. And it is, it's time for me to begin, begin drawing down Mm -hmm. and to be okay with that. That when the appropriate time comes. And it's really crossing that bridge from a distribution, uh, from an accumulation mindset into a distribution mindset. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of folks have spent 30, 40 years just saving and saving and sacrificing and saving and putting back every penny that they can and putting it in the right spots. Now they've come to a time where they need to start taking distributions and they don't quite know how to turn that faucet on. They don't quite know how much should I be taking and the fear of running out of money seems to control them. And so that's what we need to help our clients with is if we have planned well and you do have assets, okay, just as we planned well in the accumulation stage, we now want to help you plan well through the distribution stage to help you come down off this mountain yeah. as successfully as you climbed up it. Right. And so that's what we try to help our clients with and steer them into correct distribution strategies. And we want you to feel empowered to spend with purpose, to draw down from these accounts and to use those dollars for the purposes that you have planned for. So give us a call today, 1-800-971-4549. We want to be that resource to come alongside of you and to help you plan uh, for right now, not just for your future, but for your right now. Uh, We are never trying to to take something from you. We are always trying to get something to you. Let us come alongside of you and support you in that as you work towards reaching your goals. Again, 1-800-971-4549 or online at Allon Planning. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. You can schedule your complimentary consultation or phone call or Zoom meeting directly from our website right there on our contact us page schedule your appointment and we would love to sit down and talk with you specifically about your situation and answer whatever questions you may have because now is the time to plan it's not time to wait any longer we have we can delay we can procrastinate but it is time to plan the wise plan ahead for the future and it is time to do that what a great way to end 2022 by putting together a plan that gives you confidence and and security and peace Peace of mind as we move into 2023. 800-971-4549. Again, 800-971-4549. Online at Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com. And we do need to take a short break, but what's coming up next? We are looking forward to answering some questions from our listeners coming up. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. 
Jay and Brittany are the owners, founders, and leaders of the financial planning team at Allon Planning Partners. You can check them out, A-L-L-O-N, allonplanning.com, or you can call right now and take advantage of that complimentary consultation with Jay, Brittany, and the folks at Allon Planning Partners. We have folks from the team standing by to field your calls. So pick up that phone, 800-971-4549, And we have several listener questions to get to this week, and we are going to kick things off with a podcast listener. Great. We are going out to Park City, Utah, where Ron has a question. I am 50 years old. I make 65000 a year. My company doesn't match my 401k, but I recently opened a Roth 401k account with a contribution of 10% of my paycheck. Is this a good investment for me? Well, great, uh, Ron. That sounds great that you've started the journey of opening up that Roth 401k. Uh, and typically, that is a great investment uh, to begin with, because if you can afford, which I tell people all the time, and not every 401k uh, has a Roth option. So if your 401k actually has a Roth option, even though they're not matching it, uh, it's a good place for you to start because you can put away more than the typical uh, Roth IRA out there. So you can put away, you know, more a percentage of your paycheck than just the 10% if you would like, uh, and if you can afford it. So also, also remember that you'll be paying taxes this year on any money that you put away, but it will be growing inside that plan tax free. So that way, five, 10 years from now, well, you said you were 50, I believe. So let's just say 15 years from now, if you're 65, when you retire and you start withdrawing funds, then those are tax-free distributions, which is a huge uh, benefit for you. So I would say, yes, go ahead and start. And if 10% is a place to where you feel comfortable and confident putting into, then start there. But you can put a lot more than that uh, going forward into that Roth 401k if you have the excess funds. So, so I would, uh, you know, commend you on starting that 401k, which is a Roth. And I would say get started uh, as soon as possible on contributions. Thank you so much to Ron for that question. We are going to Chattanooga next where Marv's question is, what advantages are there to contributing to a traditional IRA if I do not qualify for a deduction? Okay, um, Marv, that's a great question. I appreciate you uh, bringing that to everyone's attention because a lot of times if you are a high income earner and you cannot deduct that IRA contribution, you may think to yourself, well, why should I put it in a IRA at all, right? One is uh, just the simplicity of, are you planning well? Do you have a financial plan? And are you putting those uh, buckets of funds away in a retirement account that are going to be working for you? And you may need to do that. Now, a lot of folks, even though they do not qualify for a, dist uh, a deduction on their taxes, they also do not qualify for a Roth IRA. They can't qualify to contribute to a Roth. So that's a lot of times we work with people uh, on backdoor Roth strategies so that we can make a contribution that is non-deductible to that traditional IRA and then convert that immediately to a Roth. And now you have a Roth account. So you are not eligible to get a deduction, but you are eligible to uh, create an account to get yourself a Roth account, to get yourself a Roth account funded through a backdoor strategy. So one benefit would be if we could start a Roth account, a Roth account with that, we would want to look at if that's possible for you. Um, so that's what I would say. There are a few uh, exceptions where I would say, well, maybe it's beneficial, maybe it's not, but that's an individual planning um, that I, we would want to do with you uh, in your family. So why don't you call back in uh, 800, if you haven't, 800-971-4549. If you haven't already placed an appointment with us, we would love to sit down with you and show you maybe what some strategies would be for, for you with the traditional IRA and the Roth IRA, if you even if you can't get the tax deduction for that contribution. And if you have any questions for Jay and Brittany Hagee, call right now and take advantage of that complimentary comprehensive financial review. 800-971-4549 or go to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N planning.com and schedule a time directly from the website. 
Next up, we are going to Athens, where Lillian has a question. I don't have a retirement plan through an employer. What is the best way I can save money and lower my taxes? Well, Lillian, thanks so much for uh, calling in. Uh, We enjoy answering questions for folks just like you every week. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of employers out there that just do not have employee-sponsored plans. Um, I would want to ask you a couple follow-up questions. One is, are you a contracted employee or a W-2 wage earner? That's going to give an idea of what you can and can't do um, as far as uh, making contributions to another account. Um, secondly, I would, I would ask, you know, your income or what that looks like. Um, do you have any side income that you may have? Because if so, if you have, or are you a business owner? Yeah. If you're a mm-hmm. business, well, if you're a business owner or you have 1099 employment, you can, uh, have a SEP IRA, which you can put up to 25% of what your take home pay is, um, every year up to a certain limit. Now there are limitations on this. Um, but you can put that away and it's tax deductible into a SEP IRA, or you can just contribute to a traditional IRA. And those limits actually are going up next year. Um, but this year it is uh, $6,500 would be a limit based on, I believe your age uh, that you could contribute to that IRA account. So we would love to uh, connect with you more and, and show you some tax saving strategies, um, depending on those questions that, that we would have for you. But this is what we help folks with every day. And we want to make sure that we're giving you the most correct advice that we can. So there's a couple avenues and there are more, but they there again, we would have to ask a few more qualifying questions to give you even better advice than that over the airways. And I also want to add in, because he touched on the contribution amounts and that they are increasing for 2023. So for I, I just want to touch on that real quick. For Roth IRAs and uh, traditional IRAs, mm-hmm. for 2022, it's $6,000 is what you can contribute to those types of accounts each year. And then there's a $1,000 catch-up provision for those who are over 50. So that's something to consider as we wrap up 2022. But as we prepare for 23, um, uh, those contribution limits actually both increase by $500. So in 23, we'll be able to contribute $6,500 into both a traditional mm-hmm. IRA or a Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for 401ks, 403bs, and most 457 plans, mm-hmm. uh, 2022 contribution limits are $20,500. So as we wrap up 22, keep that in mind. But as we move into 2023, new contribution limits will increase to $22,000. $1,500. So you can put away more next year than you can this year. So there are a lot of areas that folks might not know about. This is all new information to me. I'm not embarrassed to say that, but is this something I should know? Well, the point is there are a lot of ways to be able to save and put away for retirement. A lot of different types of accounts and the things that to to keep in mind um, or, or maybe the questions to think about that would impact how you save and prepare for retirement is really based around your employment. How do you earn money? Do you uh, work as like Jay mentioned earlier, 1099 versus a W-2 employee? Are you a business owner? Uh, Does your employer offer an employer-sponsored retirement plan? Um, And so that would be the basis. If you don't know where to start, start with your employer Mm -hmm. if you you are a W-2 wage earner. Start with your employer because often your employer will match your funds. They offer some kind of matching program. If they have a program. Yeah, which again is free dollars. You know, that's just that, that will just continue to grow your account. So take advantage of that opportunity if that's offered. So that would be the place to start. If you're a business owner or a 1099 wage earner or your employer does not offer that, then we would take a more like really a deeper dive into your specific situation to determine the best way to to save. But typically that's through like a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA or uh, those types of accounts, maybe a SEP IRA if you are a business owner. So there's, there's a lot of different options options. And you can throw a chunk of money into some of these accounts. For example, the 401ks, 403bs, those types of accounts. For those individuals who are over 50, you can contribute a maximum of $30,000 in 2023. So I mean, think about that's a chunk of money that you could put away 
in the year that is tax deductible. Okay, so that does impact your bottom line with with taxes. So a, a lot of ways to do that. And yes, there is strategy involved. But the bottom line is, if you haven't started, start somehow. Just start putting money away. Jay and Brittany Hagee can help you as you plan for the future. You say invest in yourself. You want to help folks invest in themselves. And and mm-hmm. like you said at the end of the previous segment, what better thing to do for yourself kind of for the holidays than to give yourself the opportunity to get a better hold on your financial plan or create a financial plan in general, right? That's correct. And so we want to encourage everyone that's listening out there to review that. We're at the end of 2022, walking into the brand new year coming up really soon. Have you reviewed your financial plan? Do you have a financial plan? And how can you ensure that you're going to hit the goals that you want to hit financially? So so we do want to offer every listener out there uh, the opportunity to meet with us for a complimentary review so that we can look and see, do you have a financial plan in place? And are you actually hitting the goals that you intend to hit based on the investments that you have in the plan that you have in place. So allow us to do that just as we do for um, literally have done for hundreds of other families uh, around Chattanooga and uh, area. And we would love to sit down with you and, and chat through your specific situation to see how we can offer help and guidance as you walk through these volatile times that we all find ourselves in. 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549 or Allon Planning. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Uh, we also have a TV show uh, that airs here in the Chattanooga region every week on Sundays, typically at 5, sometimes at 3.30, depending on the football schedule. As you can imagine, this time of the year, it's a little up and down. Uh, but you can hear hear us there as well. See us there as well. Learn more about what we, what we do and uh, questions that we answer on the show. You can, look, uh, you can look us up through our website as well and watch those shows on demand or listen to some of our other podcasts as well. Again, all of that is on allonplanning.com or you could also visit the allonexchange.com as well. A-L-L-O-N exchange.com and you can find out more information there. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance companies and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. A Roth conversion may not be suitable for your situation. The primary goal in converting retirement assets into a Roth IRA is to reduce the future tax liability on the distributions you take in retirement or on the distributions of your beneficiaries. The information provided is to help you determine whether or not a Roth IRA conversion may be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Please review your retirement savings, tax, and legacy planning strategies with your legal or tax advisor to be sure a Roth IRA conversion fits into your planning strategies. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.